All of us take time, once in a while, you step back. We, we all try to live very presently and try to live in the moment, in the day, and try to focus on the tasks at hand. Every once in a while, you step back and you just think about your life and you see tremendous hashkacha in your life. Many, many years ago, I was to have a mentor in my life, somebody, an older person I looked up to who was Ashba. And he asked me, he had a nephew who was going through, who was going through, you know, going through, who was going through being a teenager. And he asked me to learn and have a shaykhus to his nephew. And the siyata dishmaya, this person meant a lot to me, was a mentor to me. He asked me to befriend, what did it cost? I played basketball, played with his nephew. His nephew was a good ball player. We played ball together. And Baruch Hashem, we learned together. And I was zeichet to form a, a kesher to his nephew, this so here I have a person impacting me, L'toiv, Hashem sent in my life. He asked me to have a shaykhis with his nephew. And, and we became close, I became close to his nephew, this mentor's nephew. The nephew grew up, became a Talmud Chacham Muflag. He started, when we started the yeshiva, Siyata Deshmaya, when I started this yeshiva 24 years ago, 23 years ago, so this, this nephew, Rabbi Simcha Stern was one of the first Talmidim, the yeshiva, Mas Menifla. Mas Menifla. And he came to the yeshiva. And together we grew a lot. We learned Masech Git and what we're learning now. We together had this plan to memorize a lot of the Masech that we memorized about 50 blot together. We, we, we learned together. It was a very, very beautiful friendship. And he became a close friend. And together we learned and grew. We, we were learning Shachavataria together. And we grew a lot together here. Reb Simcha then got married and moved to Eretz Yisrael. Reb Simcha about now nine years ago, Pesach? Eleven years ago. Eleven, my, my dates are rough, Reb Ezi. Eleven years ago, Pesach, Reb Simcha Stern introduced me and allowed me and introduced. He made the introduction. He was the Shadchan. And he introduced me to a Talmud Chacham from Eretz Yisrael to Reb Ron Shlita. And it's, it's just amazing the kindness of Hashem who puts, who sends to all of us. Hamechen Mitzadegover, who directs a human being and sends us to the people and places we need to go. And the amazing Ashkacha to see that from Rabbi Stern introduced to Rabbi Ron, and we were Zaycha from that time that Rabbi Ron started a Yeshiva Imre Bina that's impacted, that's really elevated. It's changed the whole yeshiva here. Because as guy after guy has grown there, and we have guys here. We have Rabbi Glazer who's teaching in the yeshiva, learned in Imre Bina Yosef. He's Yosef, Yosef Saba, who's together with this older Kabura. Sat and learned in Imre Bina, and many, 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 many hundreds no, hundreds of guys have walked out of this base medrash and gone to Rebina and found higher madregas of Limeratar in the dorms. We have to, David Rosenthal impacted the yeshiva for years. Relly Greenwald, Relly Greenwald, this is. <laughs> Binyamin Bree is here. Impacted this is not, Rebaron knows the chevra. We're not like a per, polite. 
cheering guys like a political nice cheer. There's the Olam never misses, and guys, there's a cheer. It's it's an early afternoon, and there's a heavy cheer going through each guys. It's just the reality that Imre Bina has changed this yeshiva. Hundreds of guys, hundreds, not no guzma, have gone from here and increase their limerat their tefillah, the yir shemayim, their avodas Hashem. It's been an incredibly effective makam Torah. Then the hecht is here and impact in yeshiva. And the list is large. The list you only have to open your eyes. The list is is yeah, Avi Bergson. The list is the list the list is long. The list is very long, but it's true. But it's just true. And I want to say that the, the Shairish, the Shairish of the impact of Imre Bina and what's left such an inspiration, more than inspiration, what's, what's moved and changed my life, I know I speak for I. Brownstein as well. Both of us have been changed by the Yeshiva Imre Bina and it starts and the Kayach is from the Rosh Yeshiva. It's, it's Miksa Shvachai Bifanov and and I, I don't want to, I'm not here to say a long speech. It wouldn't be right to Rebron. It's not my place. But I want what's relevant to the guys is that a Rosh Hashiva could be many, many things. And we really spoke yesterday. We spoke about Shabbos Kodesh, that with all the trappings, don't lose the thing itself. There, meant, there could be many techniques in, in, in Chinuch and in education, all different techniques. But the thing itself is we're all neshamas that are craving Hashem, that are craving Avodis Hashem. And the Rosh Hashiva at its essence, all the techniques are the levush. And I said about Shabbos that we could get lost in the techniques and lose the thing itself. Raza the Shabbos, Iyah Shabbos. We could lose the thing itself. And I spoke about Shabbos Kodesh, the thing itself of Shabbos, of a Yid's neshama that craves Hashem. And the Shaykh, the Kirvis Hashem, the thing itself. And I want to say about Reverone, what, what happens in Imre Bina time and time again is there's Rosh Hashiva, who's an Evid Hashem, who's a Mivakish, who's a Ben Aliyah. Reverone, each time you know him, is, is somebody who's going after Aliyah and Ruchnias. And that's the Ruach of the Yeshiva. That's what exists in a fierce way in that building. In Harnof, there's a powerful chukah to grow. Gadel, grow closer to Hashem in Limadat Torah. Yerushamayim, all in Yanim of Ruchnias. That's what exists there. And time and time again, there are many, many Rebbeim. The Ruach of the Yeshiva is what's necessary for the guys to grow. What's necessary? We'll bring another Rebbe, hire somebody new, hire some. And there's a beautiful staff Rebbeim, where Zaycha, Rev has come the last couple of years, and Rebbeim have come here and and just their presence, seeing yeah. tremendous people, Avdei Hashem, big people. And the, the Rosh Hashiva, Rebbe Ronshlit, has made a place that's grow. Whatever is necessary for a Bachar to grow will be done there. And we see our friends time and time again. We have Yaakov Rich learning in the Kailal here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The list is long. You, I look up again and you, you see, I, I look up now and I see Akiva Spur in the bus. <laughs> If you notice, there's a pattern here. And, and each one I just said is a name that's, that's glowing with ruchnius, with growth. To, and, and the Nakuda, the Nakuda, I, I, I weekly, I watch David Rosenthal, weekly. I watch him, he's, he, he learns the parsha B'ion every week. He learns the parsha B'ion. 
he asked Chedushim, you could stop David. I challenge, ask him for a Chedush on, on a Rashi, but sophisticated. He learns Be'iyun, Chomish, Rashi, Ramban, besides other Limudim. But you could ask him, he has a Chiyos in Ruchnius. He has a Chiyos in, in, in Limer Atayra, Chiyos in it. He's attached to it. He acquired that in Imre Bina. He acquired that in that precious yeshiva. He has a chiyos in ruchnius. He's attached to his learning, a busy guy. But you could stop. I do it. Every once in a while, as David told me, a chiddush, he has a kasha. A t- sometimes just a kasha. I love that. You have a kasha, I'm, I'm thinking about. He's being misbehaved. A good kasha. Sometimes he has a shtickle Torah, but always connected to Torah. And I really want to thank. It, it's, it's, a, it's a big thing. It's a that we have a place that many, many chevra want to continue in their steiging and know that they go to Imre Bina and continue and find Rebbeim, beautiful Rebbeim, and find the Makam Torah that they can grow to the next levels in all aspects of Avodah Hashem is something that Rebbeim has gifted the yeshiva. It, it has an impact from young ages here that our friends come back and many are here learning in the base Medrash and lifting up. It has a tremendous, tremendous impact and a tremendous gratitude. It's an exciting day for us. Usually we have to share where Barone comes. It's interviews. Today we're Zaycha. I don't think there's interviews today. So today we're Zaycha to hear Devrei Torah. And it just means a lot who Rebaron is, what he has built in Eretz Yisrael, the kindness of Hashem, who's Mechim they govern and put everything together to allow Rebaron to be in our lives. I personally want to thank the, the Ruach, the Chukah for Ruchnius and for growth is something that's impactful for all of us. The Talmidim and the people that are close to the Talmidim is very, very impactful. I thank Rebaron in a busy period coming to America. It's a journey to come to Durham. The fact that he came up to Durham, I appreciate. And on behalf of everybody, a tremendous appreciation to how much you mean to us and our families. Thank you for being here, Rebaron. I feel so honored, so privileged to have the schus to stand here in this base Madrash in front of these Bacharim because Rabbi Isai, I'm telling you, if there's a place in the world that the Rebbeinu Shalom has a Nachas Ruach that's here in Durim. Rabbi Isai, this is the future of Klal Yisrael, Rabbi Isai. This is it, this is it. There's a shiver of Akalish. He mentioned that 11 years ago. Yes, he came to, I didn't know who he was. I didn't know what Waterbury was, Bechlau. And he came into my house, and Rabbi Isai, we sat for an hour and a half, and we shmuzed. Rabbi Isai, I can't express it to you. That's what you call love at first sight. You have no idea. It was just something, just a bond of love.
Rabbi said, you hear I'm telling you this to sit together for an hour and a half. It was, and then, and then there's Shiva Mekelish. A Yedidus, an Ava, a connection, a bond, real, real friendship. Then he tells me, Rabbi Shmuel, you've got to open up a Yeshiva for my guys. I have to have a place to send. How can you refuse something like that? And talk Rabbi Stern. What should I tell you? I just love coming here. It's a hassle a little bit to get down here, the coming and the going, but it's worth every minute just to be able to be here. Rabbi said, before I get to what I'm going to tell you, I want you to first understand, realize, recognize, and appreciate who you are and what you are. Rabbi said, I could be, I've said this in the past, I don't remember, but I'm saying it again because I got chizuk, and I think this is a chizuk for every single one of you. Rabbi said, take this in. I want to tell you, Rabbi said, the Heilike Rebbe Chanan Vasaman, who authored the Sefer, it's his Shiurim, Kovet Shiurim, which came out on all the Yeshiva Shem Sechtas. There's Terry from Rebbe Chanan, thank you so very much. No sugar, right? Uh, okay, but say, no, 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 no. I'll take it. And, 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 so he, until his Rebbe was the Heilike Chafetz Chaim, until the end of the Chabad Chaim's life, Rabbi Chan had a yeshiv in Branovich. A masifta. A masifta he had. A masifta he had in Branovich. He used to go every year, Yom Naraim. He used to go to Radin, to his Rebbe, to the Chabad Chaim. And he used to tell the Bachrim in Branovich, come along, Chabarain, get a glimpse of the Chabad Chaim in this world. Because in the next world, you're not going to have any chance to even get a glimpse of him. Nothing's going to be way up. One year, one of the Tamidim of Branovich, his name was a Bacher, his name was Shmuel Birnbaum. He became the Rosh Yeshiva of Mir Yeshiva. In the future from Branovich, he went to Mir, and then he went to Shein, he was in Shanghai with the Mir during the war. Then he came to America, and he became Rosh Yeshiva of Mir Yeshiva. He was one of those Bacherim that went one year, Rosh Hashanah, where Bachanam to the Chafetz Chaim for Rosh Hashanah. After Rosh Hashanah, Ravoy said, listen to this. After Rosh Hashanah, they went into the Chafetz Chaim to say goodbye. And the Chafetz Chaim marvels just turned everything upside down. And the Chafetz Chaim says to them, Oi, it's so good that you came in to say goodbye because I wanted to see you again. I wanted to see you again. I wanted to see you. Like, you know, what, what do you want to see us all about? What's going on? And the Chafetz Chaim explained as follows. Listen to the words of the Chafetz Chaim. Thank you so much, Shakayach. Thank you. That's so thoughtful of you, Shakayach. Uh, you know, guys, I'm just to tell you something. There's so much is a marvelous thing. Dude, I, I'm blown away by this Nukuda. Aside thing for a second, just important major. I have to tell you, I have to say this to you. You know, Dina got a name. Leah was pregnant with a with a with a boy. Was gonna be another shaved. And Lamaisa, she asked Hashem to change it to a girl. Why? So Rashi says. Donna Din Benafsha. She made a calculation, she made a judgment in herself. Like, you no, know, if I'm gonna have another boy, that means Rachel, my sister, is gonna be worse than the maidservants. They all have two children, and she's only gonna have one shave it. So she begged Hashem to change the pregnancy from a boy to a girl, and Hashem was Makabat Fila. She was Mavatar. You know, mevater means there's no word in English to say mevater in English. There's no word that's only a Yiddish Shazak. To be mevater, she gave up. She gave up a shavit. She gave up a shavit for a sister. 
And the name, and she gave her a name, what? Dina. Because she made that calculation. Rabbi Sai. She was Mavater and a Shevet. You should have called the kid Vitra. Call her Vitra. Rabbi Sai. Someone once said a murder thing. Anybody who has a heart would have made such a cheshman would have given it up. Your sister is going to be more mavuyish than a maidservant. You know what the godless was? The greatness was that she thought about it, Bechlau. Of course, anybody would have thought about it would have been mavater. The godless was not being mavater, giving it up. Thinking about it, making that calculation. What was your first name you told me before? Ruven. Ruven. Yeah, anyone who would have thought about that I might be thirsty would have given me a drink. But you thought about it. But you thought about it. The beauty, just to think, look at someone, it's such a beautiful thing. Rabbi, see, I'm telling you, there's something nice Think about another year. Think, think about another year. That's so beautiful. There's nothing geschmacker than thinking about another year. What can I do to make his life better? What can I do to make his life geschmacker? Just think about it. You know, you're sitting by the table, guy's making a coffee, the milk is there. Bring it to him. Find whatever you can do. It's a beautiful thing. Okay, I don't want to get off the topic. I'm just talking about that. Just help another year. Your voice said there's nothing like it. Ah, love a year. Love a year. Your voice said it's beautiful. Ah. Okay, let's go back to the story. Oh, so, so, Rabbi Shmuel Bamer, the Baruch came to the Chavetz Chaim, and the Chavetz Chaim says, Ah, Shalom Tzadik, I forgot the first thing. What's the first thing? Jimmy, 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 right here. Thank you so much. Wow, it's a shmack with sugar. <laughs> so, Chavetz Chaim tells him, it's so good you came, because I wanted to see you before you go back. He says, Rebbe, why do you want to see us with a little bachrim? And he told them, listen to what the Chavetz Chaim told them. Rabbi Yisai, it's, it's marvel, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. Chavetz Chaim says, the Pasuk says, when Yaakov Avinu found out that his son Yosef, who he thought was dead for 22 years, was alive, and Serach Bas Osher sings on the, on the fiddle, on the Avoid Yosef Chai. His first reaction is, let me go and see him, Eilich Ver Enu. Let me go and see Yosef, before I die. He is so bothered by it. Why in the world? What? What's this Batamamus? You haven't seen your son for 22 years. So of course you want to see him. It's superfluous. It's redundant. It's unnecessary. The Batamamus. You want to, what does he have to add those words? Before I die. You almost killed me with that, but it's okay. Said the Chavetz Chaim. Yaakov Avinu was telling his children the Shifteka. He was telling them a message. Yeah, we were all here together, 11 sons, together with me. We all were growing, we're steiging. Some a little bit more, some a little bit less, but we're more or less in the same range. After 120 years, we're going to all go to Shemaim. We're going to be more or less 
in close proximity of each other. We'll be seeing each other. But Yosef HaTzadik, he was in Mitzrayim by himself. Nobody else there. No siblings, no parents. A young Bukharul with Tivus and the Sianus. And then the Sianus that he went through. And he stood up to those challenges. When he's going to come into the next world, we're not going to be able to see him because he's going to be in a different place. So Yankee Vino said, let me see him almost before I die. Because after I die, I am not going to be able to see him because he's going to be in a different place. Said the Chafetz Chaim. Let me just tell you. That's what Yankee Avina was telling the other brothers. He's going to be in a different place with the challenges that he had. Said the Chavetz Chaim to those three Bachim and Shmuel Birbaum, said it over. Yeah? Yes! Oh. Yes, he's my Machutin's father. Yeah! <laughs> anyway, so. <laughs> and, he, and he came. And he came. And, he, and the Chavetz Chaim says to these boys, he tells them, you're young Brachman, 13, 14, 15. I was also a Bachar. I also had challenges. But the challenges that you Bachram are having doesn't compare, we're talking about almost 100 years ago, doesn't compare to the challenges that we have. That's a, your challenges are way above us. I wanted to see you. Before you go back, I wanted to look at you again because I know in this world I'll be able to see you. But in the next world, you him. I'm not going to be able to see you because you're going to be in a different place completely. You hear that, Rabbi Sai? Chafetz Chaim said that a hundred years ago. Chafetz Chaim was different in Tavshin, in and in Tavshin, in Tavresh. Tzadi Dal, Tzadi Gimel, Tzadi Dal, 1933, 1934. That's almost 100 years. I mean, it's 90 years ago, it was Nifter, and that's at least 100 years ago. Rabbi Isai, you're a Shashivim, myself, you're a Bayim. We all had this, and we were also teenagers. We also had this, Yainis. But does it compare? It's minuscule to the Nisyainis that today's teenagers at the bottom of today's day and age are going through. And here you guys are, sitting in a base medrash, sitting in a yeshiva, thirsting to grow, thirsty to deal with the challenges of life, thirsting to shtai, to overcome, and to become the best and the great people that you could become through the future of Kal Yisrael. I want to come here and see these faces because after 120, I don't think we're going to have the source to be able to see you. But there's one bakosh, as I'm standing here, that I want to say. One request I want to make from you guys. One request. I see it on the faces. There's faces over here shining with Kedusha, with Tahara, with beauty. 20, 30 years down the line, some of you guys, if not all of you, are going to be great people. There are going to be lines outside your house of people waiting for brachas from you. Rabbi Sai, 
in that time, I'm going to be over 90 years old. I'm also a little, huh? Amen, amen, halavai. And I'm going to be standing in line. I'm also going to want to get a bracha. Do me a favor, guys. When I tell your gabai that Shmuel Baron is in line, tell your gabai, okay, let him come right in. He's an older man. Because I came down to do it for you guys, okay? How much do you do for me? Okay, you word? Okay. Rabbi Isai, what I want to share with the Olam is, I want to share. But how, Take, how does one deal with these challenges? How does one deal with the challenges that no other generation had? How, how, how are we going to do it? I want to share with you something which I had tremendous chizuk from, something which helps me even till today. It's something which... <laughs> There's a Gemara in Yuma. There's a Gemara in Yuma. I'll share with you just two quick questions, and I'll get to the, to the Nakuda, and then we'll speak about it more. Just I'll share with you a thing which I was just like, you know, how, how, how do you learn this Gemara? The Gemara in Yuma, the Gemara says that a poor man, a rich man, and a Russia come to Shemaim after 120. Let's think a lot about after 120. Is this today over? There's nothing wrong. Let's think about. Anyway, so, and Hashem says to them, poor man, rich man, Rasha, why did you learn Torah? Why weren't you Isaac and Mitzvah? Why weren't you busy with Avedis Hashem? And the Oni has an excuse. I was busy trying to make Parnassah for my family. I had to feed my, feed my wife and children. And they tell him, were you poorer than Hillel Azakain, who also just made a few pennies and gave half to the, to the watchman to be able to learn Torah. The rich man says, you gave me so much Nechassim, I had to give Tzedakah, I, so I had to look after all the properties. I didn't have time. Were you rich in Allah Zabon Kharsi? Okay, I understand. Then, you ready for this? The Rasha comes to Din, and, he, and Hashem says, why didn't you Why did you do all that? And the Russia says, I don't want to go into what the Russia's answer is. He says something ridiculous, so to speak. And he says, but Rebbeinu, you have to understand. I was in the middle of punching you in the face. I was busy doing Averis. Tired the Yitzri. I was busy writing Yitzri. I had no time to do Tired business. <laughs> Sounds like a ridiculous answer. But Lamai says, another time we'll see what the chat and that answer is. But what does Hashem say back to him? And this is where I was blown away. Did you have greater Nisiyanus than Yosef HaTzadik? Yosef HaTzadik was also a young Bachel. He also had Nisiyanus. And he stood up to his challenges. So why couldn't you? Whoa! One second. We all know the real story. What does the Pasuk say? One day, Yosef came home. He was succumbing. I'm doing Daver. He's doing it. He can't, he can't do it anymore. He's doing Daver. And what happened? He didn't just refuse. He got a clip. The Gemara Saita says he got a vision. A picture of Yankiv Avinu. A clip, so to speak, of Yankiv Avinu looking at him. Rabbi Kalish describes it in one of his drushes. He describes it. He's not sure. Was it a stern look? Was it a smile? He's not sure. He has his description of what it really looked like. Yeah, Rabbi Kalish, you listen to that. It's mighty just, just to listen to it. Gavaldic. Oh. Well, uh, I said, yeah. Give me a clip. I also won't do that. <laughs> you go give me a picture of my great grandfather. I also won't do what. What kind of answer is 
that to the Russia. Look at Yosef at Sadik. What kind of answer is that? Yosef, he got saved. You sent him a clip. You sent him a vision. You sent him a something. What do you want from me? You know, a bocher came over to me a few weeks ago. Not a few weeks ago. He was struggling with an issue. He was struggling. You know, it was, it was, it was you know, from, with a human being from the, a different gender. He was struggling with it. And, he, you know, it was last year, Pesach, and he gave it up. He like, just dropped her. And, and, and he was just telling me, why does Hashem not give me a dual stuke? Why doesn't he give me that thing? It's totally through the year. Still, I'll tell you the end of the story in a second. But how could you use Yosef HaTzadik as a proof? Give me that! What kind of answer to the Russia? My friends, I want to tell you the secret. The secret of Hatzloche. The secret of Broche. The secret of how we're going to be able to stand up to the challenges of life. We just had Hanukkah. Something amazing happened. Something amazing happened. Guys, I'm telling you, it's an experience I wish it on all of you. I was saying Alan Nisan one day Hanukkah, and you know what happened? I was mamish thinking about the words I was saying. It was uplifting. It was beautiful, guys. Try it. It was, it was tremendous. I started thinking. It was something. Guys, I'm telling you, it's something. Periodically, it happens. I tell you, I just love it. It's, it's like, whoa. Anyways, I was saying it. Alan Nisan for the miracle. Alan Purkan for the salvation, savings. Alan choice. And for all the strengths that you won all the wars, and all the salvation, all the Yeshua's that this Hashem did. And what's the number five thing that we thank Hashem for, you know? Nisim, Mal Nisim, Balapurkin, Balagvurish, Balachuas. What's number five? Val Hamil Chamais for the wars. What? War is terrible. What are you thanking Hashem for the wars for? Elamai, you were thanking that we won the war. That's Nisim, that's Purkan, that's Gvoris, that's Chuais. So it must be we're thanking for the war itself. What's good about the war itself? The war's Bacha, it's a Shrek. You get killed, who knows what it could be? What are we thanking Hashem for the wars? Rabbi Isai, I want to tell you something. I was in a taxi in Yerushalayim, probably over 20 years ago, 22, 23 years ago. And I remember it was Yishak, you'll see how I remember. I walk into the taxi. I walk into the taxi. Wow, for Mikhail, she's giving you such a hug. I'm all about it. Okay. I was walking again to the taxi. And the taxi driver, he had a little kippah, a little stick, a little couple on his head, and did a yarmulke on his head. I walk and I sit down. Shalom, Bokatov, how are you? And then the guy just blurts out to me, Harav, Rabbi. Tagidli mashallah parsha. Tell me a vort on the parsha. Tell me something on the parsha. And it was parsha's right Yishlach. And I tell the guy, I tell him, to him, you know the story I tell you. I tell him in Hebrew, you know the story that Yaakov had a fight with the Malach. Ken, Ken, Sarosha Yeah, he, was, he, knew, he knew his stuff. He knew his stuff. And he had, yeah, and he won the war. Yeah. And he was victorious. Yeah. Did he get a name? Yeah. The Malach gave a name. I said, what was the name that he got? He got a name? Israel. I said, why did he get the name Yisrael? So the Pasuk says he got the name Yisrael. Why? Ki Sarisa. Yisrael comes from Sarisa because you fought Imelikim with a Malach. Vatuchal. And you were victorious. So he got a name of Yisrael because he fought with the Malach. I told this taxi driver, I asked him, 
I don't understand. If he wants to give a, a name after such a, 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 a something to, a, a, a phenomenal thing that a human being overcame a malach and you were victorious over a malach, we should have called him Fatuchal. Call Fatuchal. And we would all be B'nai Fatuchal. Not B'nai Yisrael. Yisrael is because Kisarisa, because you fought. You want to make a memory, uh, uh, to remember, to commemorate such a feat? Let's be called Fatuchal. You know what the taxi driver tells me? Avalarav, and Kazushel Vatuchal. There's no such a name, Vatuchal. There's no such a name, Vatuchal. So I told him, Avakvod Hanahag, dear respectable driver, before the name Israel, there also was not such a name Israel. You can can at the you're right. I told you that's how come I'm a Russian ship and you're a taxi driver, okay? <laughs> So he says, she tells him, what's the answer? And I told him, and I boy said the answer is the answer is the secret to all of our tzlachas, to everything, what we go through in this world, Rabbi Isai. And I'm telling you, when you think about it, if we delve into it, you'll see the chesed of the Rebbeinah Shalaylam, which at first, like, it just doesn't make sense. What's the point of this whole thing? But listen to this. I told him, what did Yankee Vavinu think? Did he really think that it's humanly possible that for a flesh and blood to be able to be victorious over a fight with an angel, with a malach, with a spiritual being? What did Yankee Vavinu think? Was there a chance? No chance. So what's going on? What did Yankee Vavinu do? Rabbi Isai, Yaakov Avinu had two choices. He sees there's no chance. Just raise up your hand, surrender, and don't bother doing anything. That's one way of going it. Yaakov Avinu said, no way! I know that I cannot overcome this, but I ain't going down without a fight. I'm going to do what I could do. I could put up a fight. I could put up a fight. Rabbi Sai. Why was Yankiv Avinu Zaycha to this victory? What was the catalyst? What was the thing which created that victory? Because HaKadosh Baruch Hu saw Yankiv Avinu is willing to do what he could do. He did what he could do. Then HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave him the Siyat of Ishmael, the Koyach, the power to overcome the Malach. The victory! That was Hashem's doing. We want to give a name to commemorate what happened? It's not about the outcome. What was the cause? What created that victory? That Yaakov Avinu was willing to put up the fight. Isn't that my thing? Put up the fight. Put up the fight. Do what you could do. Hashem will help you afterwards. We're thanking HaKadosh Baruch Hu and Chanak Ala Nisim, Ala Porkan, Ala Gvurais, Ala Chuais, all these miracles that Hashem did. But Rebbeinu what was the reason that we were zeichet to all those miracles? A handful of Hashemunayim fighting against the huge vast armies of the Yavanim. Is there a chance they'll be able to be Mizgaber? Why would they zeichet to win? There's no chance. But they came to the conclusion we cannot carry on like this. 
we're going to put up the fight. What we could do, this cannot carry on. Do or die. Oh, you're willing to put up the fight. That is the catalyst. That's the cause that we were zayichet to have the milchames and the nisim and all those things which came out because you're willing to put up the fight. You hear that, guys? It's phenomenal. You want to be zayichet, the secret. The whole power, you know, I heard this once, someone said this up, I can't remember I heard it from, B'Shem the Kotzker, from the Kotzker Rebbe. He says, what is the Yetzirah? You ready for this, guys? This is beautiful. What is the Yetzirah? He describes the Yetzirah. You ready for this? The Yetzirah is a ferocious, vicious-looking lion with smoke, with fire and brimstone coming out of his mouth and his nostrils, smoke coming out of his ears, a petrifying sight, like there's no chance, just don't mess. But the Kutzke finishes off, but he is made out of paper. You just start with it, it just crumbles like a piece of paper. Not because it's talking nothing, it's really difficult, it's really tough, it's really hard. But Berega, the second that you're willing to make that fight, you'll get such siyata dishmaya. If you really, really are willing to give that effort, if you're really willing to put in that effort. Rabbi Isai, Yosef HaTzadik. How did Yosef HaTzadik stand up? Do you know? Of course. We all know the end. That one day he came to do the Avera. And he got... That clip, he got that vision. Rabbi Sai, why did he get that vision? Do you know what the Pasuk says before that? Every single Yasef HaTzadik is sitting there in Mitzrayim. He's a 17-year-old Bacharel. He knows how long can he last out? A day, a week, a month, two months? It's not forever. He's going to break at some point. But what does Yasef HaTzadik say? She spoke to him every day. And he said, no. He said, today, I could live up to it. What's going to be in two months' time, and three months' time? I don't know, but today I could love to, I'll live up to it. I'll do what I could do today. Tomorrow, I could do it. The day after. And then, after every single day, he did what he could do. It comes the day of weakness. What happens? Hashem takes over. And he sends him that vision. That's the message that the Gemara in Yuma is telling that Russia. What about Yosef HaTzadik? Of course he got it to Mustyuk night. Of course he got that clip. He got that vision. Why did he get that vision? Because he was willing to put up that fight. That was the tiny. You just raised your hand. You didn't even bother. You just surrendered before you started because you know it's not going to last. Anyway, I'm not going to be able to win. It's not about winning. It's about willing to put up the fight. This Bacher came to me a month ago. This Bach was telling me for the last, since Pesach, when he gave up his, his friend, and, and, and he was telling me, Rebbe, why? This challenge is so difficult. Why does Hashem give me a Dumas Duknai? Why does Hashem not give me that? A month ago, that Bach came to me, and he gave me, he said, Rebbe, take my smartphone. I'm going to beg you to give it back to me, but don't give it back. He's giving it to other people, other Rebbe, but they, you know, don't give it back to me. Kids, he gives it to me. And he comes back, like, after two weeks, after three weeks, Rebbe, I need it. I, I just can't. You know, and I'm going to go back to that girl. I'm going to go. I said, listen, I, I, if you want back, I get, but you told me to stand, you know. And I stood, I stood there. I said, no, I, I was so, so hard. Bring it, Rebbe, please, I need it. I, I, listen, you told me to stand. The kids are, it's going on and on until he comes to me one day. He says, Rebbe, you should know. This, he came to me on a Wednesday. He said, Sunday, 
was my breaking point. You weren't back giving back my phone. Okay, I know, because you told me I shouldn't give it, you should, I shouldn't, you should give it back to me. Um, but I just couldn't. And, I, and this girl had been running, she's been running after him for the last six, seven months. And he just ignored. He said, Sunday, I decided that's it. Not a phone and not the thing. He sent a message to that girl. He called us after a text. I don't know what. Let's meet. Let's meet on Monday in Tel Aviv, whatever it is. I was like, oh, shocked a little bit. I said, what happened? And this is on Wednesday, he comes to me. He says, Rebbe Lamai said, I didn't go. <laughs> <laughs> and I said to him, what happened? Why didn't you go? He says, Rebbe, you have no idea. I texted her, I wanted to go, and she was running after me. And Monday morning, I meant to go the Monday afternoon. Monday morning, she sends me back. This was on Sunday. Monday morning, it was, yeah, Monday morning, she sent me back a text. You dumped me eight months ago very nastily. You want me now? No way. I told that bacher, wow, you're the Yosef Hatzadik of this generation. You were holding by slipping. You put up a fight for a whole year almost. And here you were holding by giving in, and Hashem took care of it for you. That's crazy. Now, ever since then, I just called this guy Yosef Hatzadik. He's the Yosef Hatzadik of the generation. It's crazy. It's mamir. It's it's it, it, It's phenomenal. I tell you, what I tell you? It's, it's 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 it's. But I had one question. I want to leave you off with this one thing. So why in the world? That's what Chazal tell us. The Yitzhar of a person is mischadish every day. It's misgaber every day. And if Hashem doesn't help you, you're not going to manage. You don't have the physical kaiyus to do it. You have to do your part, and then Hashem will help you. Chavisav Lovis writes about this. That's a Gemara in Kedushin. Chavisav Rebbe writes about that. It's a Medrash. You just got to do what you could do, and Hashem will help you, because the Yitzhar is really above and beyond what is possible for you to do. My question is, why? Why did HaKadosh Baruch Hu create such a world? A Yitzhar, which is so above and beyond you, you have to do your bit, and Hashem helps you. Give me a Yitzhar, we can go head on, and let me win the war, and come on. It's not a good question. You know, say, well, what's the point in all this? The point says, I thought about this, and I thought about this, and I thought about this, and I think the conclusion is, and I found afterwards, Chafetz Chaim Mamash says this. Mm. Rabbi said, this is not to believe. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is toiv umetiv. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the essence of goodness, the essence of kindness. HaKadosh Baruch Hu loves every Yid. HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants to give Yidin eternal bliss in this world and in the next world. And he wants to give us so much. But you know what? If he would just give us the Yitzhahara, which is even to us, how much reward would we get? Beating the Yitzhahara, which is even to us. Very nice. You know what Hashem does? He makes you a Yitzhahar, which is humongous. You put up your little fight. Not very much. And then, HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives you Siyat Adishmaya, and at the end of the day, you conquered this huge Yitzhahar. Who was the cause of that? I was the cause of that. Because I put up the fight, and I was the catalyst that got the Siyat Adishmaya. So even though Hashem will help me along, but it's all coming from me, and you're going to get reward for what? For conquering a huge, huge, huge... It's a hard What's going on? Do you realize the chesed of HaKadosh Baruch Hu? Isn't that phenomenal? 
You can't. You know what the Gemara says? That in the end, in the end of time, in the end of time, Hashem is going to shecht the Yitzhar in front of everybody, in front of the tzaddikim, in front of the rishayim, and everybody's crying. The rishayim are crying. Why? Because then everyone sees everything in the in the moment of truth. And what do they see? The Russia looks, and he sees the Yitzhar was just a chutasai. It was like a hair. It was nothing. It was nothing. And he starts crying. He's crying. Why did I just overcome this little, this little hair's breath? There was nothing. The tzaddik is crying. And the Gemara says, he sees the eight Sahara, this huge mountain. How did I conquer this huge mountain? And he starts crying. One second. What's he crying about? You conquered it. What are you crying about? Be dancing a jig of joy. You did it. How, how, what, when? But you did it. What are you crying about? I show asked that Kashi. I had a different problem. What is the Yitzhar? Is he a Chutasayr? Is he a huge mountain? What is he? You know what the answer is? Both. He's this huge mountain. But all you have to do is just a little bit. And Hashem will help you out. In the, re- in the moment of truth, at the end of time, everybody looks at it two different ways. The Rosh is looking at it. Hey, all I had to do was just a Chutasayr, just a little hair's breath, and I would have gotten overcome him. Oh, idiot that I was. And that Sadiq is looking at it. Hey, this doesn't make sense. I was not humanly possibly able to do it. I just did a little bit. The rest Hashem did. What am I going to get reward for? But what's the mistake? Says the Chafetz Chaim. The Pasuk says in Tehillim. You ready for this? Lecha Hashem HaChesed. It's the kindness of the Rebbeinu Shalom. Ki atot teshalem leish. That HaKadosh Baruch Hu pays back to a person. Kim Asayu, like what he did. What do you mean, like what he did? He pays you back for what you did. No, says the Chafetz Chaim. He doesn't pay you back for what you did. He pays you back as if you did. Because what's in real life, you just did a little bit, Hashem did the rest. But Hashem, since you're the cause of that Siyat Dishmaya, Hashem gives you reward as if you yourself did it. True, it's a huge mountain. But Hashem's going to give you reward. That's the mistake of the tzaddik. He's crying, I didn't do it. But you're going to get reward. You understand what's going on? Everything which comes our way, these are huge mountains. But don't get... Oh, don't get daunted by it. Don't get scared by it. Don't get... Don't, don't feel... Uh, no, 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 no. Just... Do that little bit. Be willing to put up that fight. Just do something. Say the monomain, the menyesh Rabba. One time, hold your eyes back from looking at something. One time, control your anger. One time, and you'll see how, wow, one thing will lead to another, to another. And you'll have such great This is the secret of life. This is the secret. Put up the fight. But I just see the chesed of the rebbeinishlel. The reward. Every opportunity. Every challenge. Every situation is the matonis. The gift from the rebbeinishlel. The opportunity. What you could get. And you just have to do a chutasayl. Just put in an effort. Just make that decision. I'm willing to put up a fight. You'll win some. You'll lose some. But I'm in fighting mode. I'm in fighting mode. I'm an Aramul Chamois. Rabbi Sai, 
I love you all. Each one of you is the Ben Yachid by the Rebbeinu Shalaylam. Every single one of you is a brother to each other. We are Yidin, we're brothers. We love each other, we care for each other. We're so, it's wherever you go and you meet a Yid, you just feel so at home because we love each other, we care for each other. You guys are the future of Kali Israel. You guys are your challenges with your Nisayinus. You're gonna be the great people of Kali Israel. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu trusted you that you could even trust me. He didn't give me the challenge that you guys have. He didn't think I would be able to do it. He's probably right. But you guys, he believes in you guys. You guys can do it. HaKadosh Baruch Hu should give you Siyat HaDishmaya. Put in that Muhammad. Believe in it. Believe in it. Understand that golden opportunities are coming your way. And Hashem should give you Siyat HaDishmaya to grow and to steig. And you, Yidin, you, Bacham Lach, the future of Kal Yisrael, should be the catalyst that through you, with your fights, with your challenge, with your Muhammad, you are the ones that's going to bring Mashiach Tzidkenu to Klai Yisrael. And here be Amenu. Amen. Thank <laughs> you.